Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm so excited to welcome Terry Williams, Director of Health Services at Humana. He is an expert and beyond passionate, and he is going to talk to us about the innovative ways that Humana is approaching long-term care. Terry, welcome. Oh, Sam, thank you so much for having me here today. It it is such a pleasure to be here to discuss a long-term care program. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to this, Terry, because, you know, we're focusing on long-term care here in the fourth quarter. As the folks know, in the Medicaid space, Medicaid is the largest payer of long-term care. And I know that the plans are doing really great work, and I know that you are doing great work. So can you just sort of start by giving me an overview of, you know, long-term care uh, at Humana and your approach? Sure. You know, our Humana Associates uh, collaborate with all of the long-term care facilities and their staff to ensure that we give the best quality of care to our members. We ensure that we not only engage the facility, but that we engage the member and any of their supports, their families, their friends, et cetera, that need to be involved in their care. We also review the medical records to understand the member's health history. And then we work with the facility to create a holistic approach to meet the needs and expectations of the member and their family. Uh, We do conduct a health risk assessment face-to-face with the member. uh, And we also work face-to-face with the facility staff to ensure that the work that we're doing is creating that person-centered plan of care to address that member's needs. I love that. I love that so much, Carrie. And really, in my mind, what I'm hearing is you're working with all of the partners, um, but most and most importantly, you're working with that member to meet them sort of where they are um, and to get their needs met um, so that they have a higher quality of life. And in that, you know, can you talk a little bit more about like the programs and priorities as it relates to long-term care and sort of like the innovations that you guys are using to improve care for members in this space and sort of like, how are you helping those members meet their goals? You know, as we've been able to re-enter the facilities after the public health emergency related to COVID, You know, we're now able to truly meet with the members and the facility staff in person. We're working with them to identify any members that might be interested in transitioning into the community. We're identifying and supporting the members that have the highest risk needs that are out there. Uh, We also utilize Beacon Health Solutions to address any behavioral health needs for long-term care members um, when they're there when there is that behavioral health need, it can really impact not only the member, but also the facility and the family members. So it's so important that we address those needs. We address the needs of each member based on the results of their health risk assessment, create a care plan, and we do that all in collaboration with facility staff. We develop a relationship with a member's POA or their guardian 
or to advocate for the member and assist in making health care decisions. We're also assisting members, facility staff, and community support in identifying resources and solutions that maximize the effectiveness of care-centered plans around that member and that member individually. We conduct interdisciplinary care team meetings, we call them ICTs, with the member, the facility staff, their POA and guardian uh, as needed. And we also do that when there's any change in condition for that member to make sure that we're addressing the immediate concerns that, that a member might have. We also collaborate with DHS and the Department of Aging for transitioning members to the community or to a lower level of care if that is possible for a member. And we also provide the member education and the staff education regarding the benefits that Humana offers to them through our program. I love that, Terry. And I think what I like really hearing over and over again is it's simple, right? Like you're focusing on the member, you're focusing on um, the the family, you're working with the facility. Like sometimes I think, you know, here in the healthcare space, you know, we're always thinking about the the most complex and the, you know, all the different ways we can, you know, innovate and add technology and add all of this. But this work is really, it involves humans. And so, be, you know, getting back into those facilities face-to-face -face with these members, meeting with their families, um, it's, you know, meeting them where they are and educating them, empowering them as members um, and helping them through the process, whatever that process might be, right? Like Absolutely. it might be that they want to move, you know, into the community. And so then you're bringing those tools, you know, to help them make that transition. But it might just be, you know, they, their goal is to make it down to the dining room uh, once a week. And so how do you help support them there? And I think I love that it's it's the simple, it's involving their family, it's involving the facility in which they live, their home, um, and coming up with a plan together. I, and, and that integrated care team, you know, we talk about this a lot, regardless of if it's long-term care or if it's somebody in the hospital or it's, you know, just, you know, somebody with complex healthcare needs, but there's a real role for that because oftentimes a provider sort of knows about theirs, you know, what happens in their four walls. But what's happening in the four walls, you know, at the clinic down the street or at the specialist's office and, and the health plan really can play a vital role in getting everybody on the same page. And as somebody's health condition becomes more complex, the need for that convergence onto the same page becomes so much more important. Absolutely, it does. And, and it does it takes the village. I know that we use that comment um, probably too loosely, but it truly does take a village to ensure that our membership has what they need in place. And it is a lot of time of everyone being at the table to have those conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, you know, it is over, you know, maybe it's overused this phrase, it takes a village, but it's so darn true. I mean, so much of healthcare is complex. We're dealing with people. We need to build a support system. Um, and oftentimes 
you know, one entity, one type of organization and one person is not enough. It takes us, you know, collaborating and working together and focusing on our shared goals. And I know when we do that, you know, you have big wins and you have just, you're able to take advantage of opportunities. And I think, you know, as we chat today, Terry, there's no way I'm going to let you go without sort of, can you tell me, you know, share some of those wins with me when this system works, what does it look like? You know, the wins is that ability to build that rapport again with the members and the support staff that are there in the facilities. Also, it's, it's the ability to address the concerns in person and be able to provide the member with real-time solutions to some of their issues and questions. It's the ability to address transition needs and mobilize the resources that that member may really need. And the ability to meet in person for the interdisciplinary care team is essential to the care and ensuring that the members are getting what they need. You know, that's the wins that we're starting to see. And it's really all about that ability to be back in the field and in the facility face to face with the member and the people that are providing that care 24 hours a day. Absolutely. I mean, and I I just know we've we've been having these conversations, you know, this quarter. And every time I talk to a care coordinator uh, or a care manager or their team, everyone's so excited to be back in these facilities. They're so excited to see these members again, be face-to-face -face with them again. You know, the members are excited. They've missed their care coordinators. They've missed those visits. And I think, you know, that's another win as we've come out of this, as we, you know, we have vaccines, we, we understand, you know, COVID better. And um, we're able to, to bring that support team back in person. Um, and, and I think that's something where people don't realize that's what the plans do. And like, you know, we have people that go out and see these members, they visit with these seniors and people with disabilities and they chat with them and they, they plan with them. This isn't something where, you know, it's not somebody behind a computer screen, um, you know, coming up with what they think is best. It's the member and the care manager together in person now that we're past COVID or past, we're in the new normal, if you will, planning yeah. and, um, you know, charting a course together and empowering those, those members. And I just think that's the, that's a, the best opportunity that we have before us is to, to do things in partnership. Absolutely. I could not agree more. Um, and, you know, is that ability for us to be in the same room looking at one another and seeing the eyes of those individuals and, and being able to truly relate and be able to support their real needs. And there's often needs that the member can't tell you about, or they don't really, you have to be, it's the observation that you see they don't even realize they have the need and we're there to address those as well. Oh, Terry, I'm so glad that you are there um, to address those needs, to work with these members, to help them. I'm so grateful that you were able to join me today. Um, I really very much appreciate you. Um, 
thank you so much. Absolutely. I really appreciate the opportunity as well. And, um, you know, look forward to working with you all and the members as we move forward. So thanks a lot. Absolutely. Thank you. And to our listeners, to learn more about what IMHIP is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one, we encourage you to visit our website at imhip.org. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the Sam and Sam Says. As always, thanks for joining us. And until next time, be well and stay safe.